Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's, it's okay, you can just do it. It's just, just say Internet Airwaves, it sounds really cool. Alright, sorry, I'm just... Internet Airwaves. Okay then, please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, your host, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. It's so good to have you guys with me. It's uh, We're back again live for another week of uh, frivolity and merriment. And uh, just so you know, I'm drinking a little bit of wine tonight. Yes, I am. Um, a special, a special uh, wine my friend actually got me, which I have not... Um, it's been sitting in my fridge for a very long time, and... Uh, this last weekend, actually Sunday, I went, oh, look, uh, there's some wine here. And it's a a port wine, which I've never had. And I was like, oh, let me open it up and see if it's any good. And it is <laughs> it is very good. So this show, um, even though it might suck, my perception is going to be off quite a bit. So, But if you are joining me, uh, which hopefully you are, I can see that I have some... Uh, some listeners, so as always, I like to go in order, and I welcome my uh, my Mixler.com listeners who are able to live chat, uh, and if you would like to live chat, and you, uh, I'll back up, whatever, <laughs> so uh, I'll welcome my online chatters, uh, Brendan, Jason, Kim, uh, and uh, one elsewhere, and this, uh, the app's been a little glitchy lately, so if you're on, and I didn't mention you, it's because the app is getting very glitchy, uh, and we used to say program, but now the kids say app. Fuck the kids. Uh, no, I mean, really. Uh, no, whatever. Anyway, that's an old joke. I don't want to get into it right now. Um, but if you're listening through my website, markscalia.com, thank you for listening. And if, and if you would like to participate in the chat, feel free to just click the uh, box that you're listening to, and it will zip you to the broadcast site where you sign in using either your Facebook address, uh, email, or a different email, whatever you want, and you just sign in, and you can live chat um, to play some of the games which we're going to play. Uh, and if you're listening through uh, iTunes, thank you for that as well. And all this has happened in the past. So um, there's nothing you can do about it. So that's about it. So as always, I would like to start the show off with uh, the the opening segment, the, 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 the part where nothing uh, substantial happens. That's why it's me doing most of the talking. This is the happening now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to them? That's them. When? Just now. Wear it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. And because it's been a uh, it's been a nice week. Um, uh, last week I had my own personal things happening, um, which which kind of bummed the show out a little bit. I'm not. I don't know. Maybe it was. I listened to it a little bit. I actually thought it was pretty heartfelt, um, but I did have some some things going on but this week is actually uh, a lot of a lot of wonderful things have been happening which has gotten me in a better frame of mind um it, today of course is earth day i don't know if you guys know happy earth day um not birthday but the earth day which i did not know it started in 1970 uh by the senator and then what he said is uh oh, we should take care of the planet 
Go fuck yourself. Uh, stop, stop killing everybody with aerosol sprays and things like that. Um, which I remember I had aerosol sprays, but we couldn't use them. When I was a kid, they was like, no, 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 stop. And then, of course, you know, everybody used hairspray for Aquanet and stuff. But they literally got rid of everything. It, there was a hole in the ozone layer, which I tried to find out if it's still there. And apparently that was a huge fucking thing. And now nobody ever talks about it anymore. It's like a divorce in the family, I guess. Nobody talks about it. Uh, but uh, Earth Day is about celebrating the Earth. It's about doing good things. And, and we have learned nothing, nothing as a, uh, a yeah, now you have to buy the Earth another gift. Yes. Now it's four billion years old. I mean, if that's you believe in, if you believe in creationism, if you, um, uh, the whole in the old zone light repaired itself. Oh, well, then what the fuck are we worried about? Everybody said it was going to fix itself. Anyway, that's why I'm drinking. So happy Earth Day. And I tried to do a, <laughs> I tried to do a, um, uh, an Earth Day, uh, a history, um, but I didn't get to it because in, 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 um, celebration of Earth Day, I actually had, uh, they do home inspections where they come in and they check your house out to make sure it can be more energy efficient, more, uh, um, use less resources, things like that. And as some of you may or may not know, I have a small little house. My house is fucking tiny. Um, not like postage stamp, uh, size, but certainly not a huge thing. My electric bill is always been, uh, did I hide, did you hide the meth lab? Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe the person who came to inspect it found the meth lab and now boom, I got an instant worker. So you never know that could have happened, but, um, I had them come in and they, they look at the windows and the doors and they write a report and say, oh, this is efficient. But my house, I really don't have a huge carbon footprint, even though I have two cars, I really try to, uh, I, everything I have is digital. I almost use no paper. Um, I, if I only drive, you know, I'm not like taking my car off for a ride and all this stuff and like burning through tons of gas. Um, but my, um, my house is very energy efficient. Gas is, I think even the most it's ever been, you're going to cry. The most it's ever been is maybe $210, even in the dead of winter. My electricity bill has almost never gone above 75 or 80 bucks. Yeah. It ain't easy being green. Um, so, I mean, it's like little things like, oh, we could get the, uh, you wash in cold water. Yeah. Earth friendly. Yeah. yeah. See, I only wash in cold water cause I, hot water is, you know, hot water. They say you should wash hot water, uh, white clothes, you know, wash laundry. You just wash. Yeah. I know it was laundry. If you're taking cold showers, there's a bigger problem <laughs> Then you don't need earth day. You need Dr. Phil. It's like, I have to take cold showers constantly. There you go. You don't take cold showers. I don't have to. I don't. I don't have a. I spend uh, so little gas. I don't even have a sex drive. Pow, pow. That's the port wine target. <laughs> so <laughs> this now my online chatters are just talking amongst themselves. It's going bananas. Uh, but I had the home inspection, and uh, they wrote a report, and they're like, "Oh, everything's going to happen," and, and stuff. So hopefully that'll that'll. So that's kind of been a good day. I, I you know got to you know enjoy my house for its efficiency um and a special thanks i wanted to thank to brendan who is actually online right now listening uh i was a guest on his show uh he does his show on saturday and then he preps it all up and it was out on tuesday and i listened to as much as i could before i got distracted with the hundreds of useless shit that's in my life and um <laughs> we had some technical problems and you're like, technical problems? Your show? Yes. We had some technical problems, and the recording device kept um, only psych uh, sociopaths take cold showers. Yeah, all right. This, that, that's not a comment. I'm talking. I'm talking right now. That's why I shouldn't talk to, I shouldn't watch the chatters. Uh, but I want to thank him, uh, uh, Brendan Millett, uh, uh, for um, uh, letting me be a go host on a show. And with all the technical problems, he edited it all down, and we sound fantastic um, which was not easy because we had about eight different files. Everything kept crashing. So he put it all together, and it sounds great. And again, if you want to listen to his, um, his podcast, it's This Is Why the Aliens Don't Come, uh, which I had a blast doing. So he'll be back to his normal uh, insanity, and he won't have to deal with mine, uh, unless, of course, something happens to his co-host with, you know, people fall downstairs all the time. I'm not saying I wish that to happen, but, you know, shit happens. So this is my um, my little thing for the week. Uh, here's my little thing for the week. Uh, there's always a better way. Okay, I'll leave you with that. There's always a better way. Uh, there's always. A, I, I had some intro music today, uh, which uh, the introduction was actually from um, 
uh, it was called, where is it? Where is it called? Oh, it was called uh, Stewards of the Earth, which I figured, oh, it's Earth Day. And he actually, in the lyrics, it says, irregardless. And I'm like, really? For kids, irregardless? So, but if it wasn't for him, I would be down. I'd have to use one of the other shitty intros. So that is the happening now monologue. So um, again, thank you guys for joining us uh, or me or the joining the rest of us. Uh, and because my online listeners are always there and they're always good friends and they're always good people listening and not just, um, you know, they're, and I know that uh, Jason takes his time out of his schedule because he's got a very busy schedule and as, as, as everyone does. Um, but his favorite TV shows are on Wednesday, which I don't know what good shows are on TV on Wednesdays. See, to me, Tuesday is all about The Flash, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, and Forever. And Hell's Kitchen, they moved it again. So now i got to watch one of those on demand. Uh, and then, of course, tomorrow night's The Blacklist. But I think they're still doing reruns. No no new episodes for a while. Dual Survival. Dual Survival. What is Dual Survival? Good fun. Is that like Naked and Afraid? <laughs> Which is most of our lives, <laughs> I guess. Speaking of cold showers. But since you're here... Um, I'm gonna. It's. I'm, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna play a game I haven't played in a little bit for you guys. I'm gonna, and it's not really a game. It's more of an informative kind of thing. But I want you guys to play along. Let's play a little Cover Me. Yes, Cover Me, where I play a song uh, that has been covered. Some people may not know the original, but I try to enlighten you with letting you know that the song that you know is actually a cover. There's an original version way down the road. So here we go. So this is uh, Cover Me. Here's the first one. This is actually uh, one of my favorite, my all-time favorite musicians. Um, and I've, I actually downloaded his greatest hits from iTunes. It is fantastic. You might recognize this little ditty from uh, a little a gentleman you know, known as Jimi Hendrix. I can listen to this song all fucking day, like over and over and over. Now, Jimmy did this song in 1968. Uh, it was actually featured on uh, Battlestar Galactica, the uh, the uh, sci-fi series, um, which they used in a bunch because so some of my sci-fi people might know that. Um, it was one of the running themes uh, in the show. Uh, especially towards the end at the finale. But I don't know if you knew this. Um, you probably did. But the original, because that's because it's 45 minutes long. No, actually, this one is only about, uh, this one's only four minutes long, which is very long for a song coming out in the 60s. But the original was only done a year earlier by a gentleman known as uh, uh, Robert Dylan. Maybe you've heard of him. His name is Bob Dylan. Features a lot of the harmonica. See, Jimmy turned it into a more of a, a guitar song, but Bob is all about this one. There must be some way out of here. Say the joker to the theme. Both versions, amazing. There's too much confusion. But only a year separated them. Only a year. So um, that's, uh, so uh, what is this? Oh, there's Pamela. Pamela's back on. Just joined, just joined the online chat. So uh, Pamela, we're playing Cover Me. Uh, so uh, this is, I, I, I'm not, see, I like a lot of music, but I find a lot of things interesting. You might uh, know uh, this song. Um, this song was actually featured, uh, oh, here's a little trivia, see if you know it. What song, which, which product used this song? And some of you may not be old enough to remember. Because this version was 1988. This is After Midnight by Eric Clapton. In a commercial. Yes, in a commercial. Nope. Wasn't Wrangler Jeans. All right, the suspense is killing you. Um, it was before your time. It was actually featured from Miller Genuine Draft. That's what it was when they all bought it. Yeah, it was a beer. Yes, Bill of Genuine Draft. That's what it was. But here's the thing. This version of After Midnight was a cover of the original version 
from 1970. Again, by Eric Clapton. <laughs> he covered his own fucking song. What a douche. <laughs> now you probably remember this one. Of course you do. But did you know that the original was not Eric Clapton's, which was done in 1970, which he redid in 1988? The original was done in 1966, four years earlier, by J.J. Kale, which is horrible. <laughs> no. After midnight. Oh, yeah. We're going to let it all hang out. Yep, this was the original done in 1966. Yeah, ooh, I know. That's why he redid it. So that takes care of that. Um, you guys might know this. This song has been like floating around for the past umpteen years. I've heard there was a secret Come on, everybody sing. David Please the Lord, but you don't really care for music, do ya? Here we go. That is Hallelujah by Rufus Wainwright, which was actually featured in uh, the Shrek movie. Yeah, it was Shrek. It's been covered. The original, um, well, not even the original, a previous version, 1994, by Jeff Buckley. Now, this is going to freak you out. The original was done in 1984, 10 years earlier, by a gentleman named Leonard Cohen, and it's going to scare you. There was a <laughs> that David played, and it pleased the this is the voice I hear before I go to bed every night. Really care for music, do you? <laughs> The fifth, the minor fall, the major lift, the battle king composing hallelujah. He actually sounds like he's raising the devil, though. Hallelujah. We need more blood. Hallelujah. Get that boy over here so we can sacrifice him. It does. It sounds like the Rocky Hour picture show. Uh, so if you get a chance, uh, go to YouTube, uh, download those from uh, iTunes. They're all very good versions. And if you uh, just want to watch the videos and stuff like that, just to get a kick out of things, you could actually do that. So that was Cover Me. So what we're going to do is take our first break because I'm running a little late because uh, my guest is actually uh, doing a show right now. And you might have noticed uh, the name of the show. It's I Say, You Say, Who Say. <laughs> Because a fantastic comic is coming your way uh, to rhyme again. Uh, his name is uh, no Conway Bieber. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Conway Bieber. Uh, so uh, James Husay is actually coming to the show, and we're going to get a hold of him uh, right when we take our... Uh, oh, did I do a promo? Son of a bitch. I got like 30 seconds to do it. All right, it's going to be a quick little promo, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. Uh-oh, guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. You know what today is? It's hump day! Woohoo! How happy are people listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia? Happier than a person with a hump on their back. Listen live every Wednesday to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Hump day! And you're back at Radio Wear Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me on the phone via Google Hangouts, we have a new we have a new way of getting shit, is a, a, a very good comic. And I hope I say your name right, because I've been saying it like this all fucking night. James, <laughs> is it Hussey? It's Hussey, right? Hussey, Hussey. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's what they, they love you, man. See, they just... 
Can't oh get, my God, I can see them. Can't, uh. can't get enough of them. So, so say, pronounce your name one time for me. Husey. It's Husey. Okay, I keep saying Husey. You know what it is? It's close enough. I, I get hussy a lot, so it, it's good to have Husey. Yeah, well, you know what it is? It's the E looks silent. <laughs> it does. No, it, it really does. Oh, no, it's a terrible Swiss German name that no one pronounces right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's German in origin. Yeah, James, yeah, it's uh, family's very German. That well, you know, that's uh, I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but uh, you just you know, you just did a show uh, at uh, Laugh Boston. Yeah, how was that? Oh, it was a lot of fun, actually. Uh, yeah, did, did a show. Dan Crone hosted. He's a Boston guy. He's great. Yeah, um, I'm actually walking around aimlessly in the Westin Hotel right now, yeah. <laughs> which well, is empty. <laughs> you you got to find something to do in that hotel. I mean, it's the Westin. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, so james we have now i if if memory serves you and i i don't think we've ever worked together um be, no because no, i i think you're you're still mostly based out of boston i don't know if you're going up to uh any of the clubs up uh up north new hampshire and stuff like that why am i level so low there we go better oh my levels are like terrible tonight. I'm like all over the place tonight, so I'm sorry. Uh, but we've never worked yeah. together, hence I don't know how to pronounce your name right. So, which is kind yeah, of kind of douchey on my end. You would think I was a fucking host. No, 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 so, no, it's fine. I don't judge you much. It's fine. So, how long have you been at stand up? I've been at it sort of in the local Boston area since January of 2014. But I, I started way, way back in the day in Vermont uh, in 2006. <laughs> really. <laughs> Yeah, I was 15 years old. Oh, oh, wait a minute! I think I did work with you at some point. Uh, it could have been. I was I was terrible uh, <laughs> for a while. I remember. You. <laughs> I remember you. <laughs> I tried. To, I tried to forget, but fuck, I remember you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so you you were doing it at 15? Now you've been doing it since you were 15. Yeah, I, I don't really. I mean, I did it. I mean, in Vermont back in those days, you could do it maybe once a month. And that was about it. And the fact that, you know, I was under 21, you can't get into any bars. So if there is an open mic in a bar, you're not going. Right. Uh, and, and since then in Vermont, actually in Burlington, where I was trying to do it, the, the scene has exploded and there's a lot more opportunities. But yeah, back then it was, you, you got maybe one open mic a month and then there was an annual contest and that was it. Yeah. There's a, uh, there's a club that I actually, I'm going to be doing some standup coming up there in a, in a few months. And there's a, a, a comedy club up there. They're opening an, a, an actual brick and mortar location. Um, yeah, it's going to be on Main Street. It's going to be under a Hilton. Yeah, because they were just working out of a bunch of different places. But now I emailed them, I don't know, like a month ago, and they said, yeah, the, well, the you know, our club should be open by then, but, uh, you know, check back with us. And I can't for the life of me remember the name of the club. Uh, it, I don't know if it has a name. I mean, so there's, <laughs> I think you were probably talking to Nathan Hartswick and Natalie Miller. Uh, they're great people, and they, they kind of run the Burlington scene. Uh, they're part of this thing, or they created this thing actually called Spark Arts. It's this sort of comedy production center. Uh, they, do, they do improv and stand up mainly. They've been trying to open this club forever, and, and bless them, they're they're still they're still opening it. It's, it's in the final stages, is what I hear. But okay. uh, I can't yeah. wait for it. Honestly. Yeah, it was excellent. I'm just looking through some emails now, and I'm like, I can't, I cannot fucking find it, and that's terrible because I want to work there. <laughs> There's too many emails. Like I just opened up my email now, and I got like 500 fucking emails. So I'm like, okay, quick. You're one of those people. You you, you gotta yeah. You just run away from your emails. See, I can't I can't let emails go unread. No, like I just opened it. No, I'm not. No, seriously, I'm ADD too. I can't. Oh my god. (laughs) They did they did a thing. They had this thing um where they go uh, things that drive obsessive compulsive or or uh, not obsessive compulsive but compulsive personalities, what drives them crazy, and they showed like a Facebook icon with a little red one next to it and i went and i go yeah 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 yeah. that would fucking drive me that would drive me shit house someone totally. just invited you you're not gonna go to you, you gotta go check it yeah where i get an email and there's like a five next to it and i'm like i have five emails i don't like you like out like i play again i play a video i play a bunch of games on my uh, on my phone and stuff like that and uh, it, like, what you do is they earn you earn all these things all the time, and these little numbers come up, and then I click them, you know, to get rid of them, and I I go through them, and then there's one I can't get rid of. I don't know how the fucking get rid of it, and, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to play this game anymore. This is not a fun game for me. 
It stresses me out. It hurts me now. Yeah, it, it hurts me to play this game. So you so you've been doing comedy since you were fifteen, uh, and now yeah. that you're down in the Boston area, you've been at it steady since January. So only about a year down in the Boston yeah. area. Fuck. And how old are you? I am twenty three. Oh, I want to fucking drown you in a fucking puddle. I, I hate you. You and a lot of Boston comics. It's all right. Fuck. And I actually saw, I saw your, uh, you know, I, I, I'll we'll play the clip a little bit later, but I saw your clip and I was like, fuck, he's fucking funny. I'm going to have to kill him. I'm going to have to kill him at some point. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. I just have to. I just have no, you to. You have to. It's the way the universe is. No, I get it. I know. I, a, I carry weapons because of it. You know? just, it's just a thing, man. It's not a big deal. It's just a thing. Just a thing you got to do. So the how do you. playing itself. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Earth Day. <laughs> Drowned at a tub. Um, so let me let me ask you this. now. Since you uh, you moved down here and now you've been doing it real steady, how is the scene uh, for you uh, as far as stage time? The difference between Burlington and Boston. How are you finding it's, it? I would say it's it's better for me in Boston. Uh, I, I I love Burlington. I love going back up there, but. They're, they're just they're the sheer numbers of it. You get more opportunities here, I'd say, than in, in Burlington because there are more rooms to have shows in. Yeah. And there's the scene's been around since essentially like the 80s. Yeah. So it's also been around longer. Uh, but also the audiences here, or at least not even the audiences, the, the comics in Boston are a thousand times meaner and less supportive than the ones in Vermont. Like everyone in Vermont is nice to each other. Everyone's kind and loving. And it's, it's nice. But but in Boston you kind of have that sink or swim like you you better be good or else no one's going to talk to you like mentality which I think helps drive me at least because I really you know I want to impress people I want to make sure that I'm funny yeah. um, but I also think it weeds out some other people you know are like oh no one's nice to me I'm going to drop out well it's it's funny you say that because there is a there is a if you're funny you're one of us kind of mentality it's not so much you know like I'm joking about drowning you I mean I probably will one day but. You know. <laughs> I mean, there is a, there is a, you know, comics, in, especially in Boston, it's a very tight knit group of people. And when I started, I started with a group of like five or six and then that group expanded to like 15 and then everybody dropped off. So, you know, it got, you know, everybody got stronger because there was so much competition. It was a, you know, it's like when you work out, you always work out better when you have a partner or you're, there's a competition. Um, and it's a real, it's a good professional you know, oh, well, hopefully it's not personal. I've never encountered it as a, you know, I personally hate this guy. I've never hated anybody in this business. There's a lot of a lot of people that I didn't think are funny, but I was like, you know, you still got a shot. So, yeah, you're not a terrible person at heart. Come on. No, no. Stop talking about race stuff. You're not funny. Just don't do that. But you're, <laughs> come on. Just hear about you. Yeah. So has the material changed now uh, that you've been down here? Have you been writing more or is different styles or have you, what's that? Uh... I, think, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've kind of started relying on, on my ability to do accents. I don't know, like the, I don't know what you heard, but I, I do a lot of accents in my jokes. Um, and I, I think, I don't know if that's Boston that did that to me. I mean, the Boston, there's definitely more of a culture of you have five minutes and it better be your best five minutes. Whereas like in, in yeah. rural places like Vermont, like it's okay, you're going to do 10, 15 minutes a night. Some of it should be good. Well, you, <laughs> well, you know, it's funny when you started, I actually, uh, I started doing a lot of acting work about 15 years ago and uh, everybody, like I was, I was doing all these character stuff and I do a ton of accents. I mean, I've just heard your your three or four, and you you know you do stories that are very different. And we've never worked together, so I wouldn't be like, "Hey, James, what the fuck?" You know, I wouldn't. Besides, like you do your shit, I do my shit, and that's the way it works. Um, but I started doing stuff, uh, you know, a whole series of stuff in the acts because people were saying you do all this character stuff. How come you don't do it in your act? And for a long time, I fought it. And then I was like, you know, if you got a talent for it, and I listen to your stuff, and you, your accents are actually very good. And I just heard but you I, do the two of them. Like three, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do, I do like 15. So it's completely different. So <laughs> it's not like, okay, see, now, now the drowning of you makes sense, you know? So <laughs> right. No, it's <laughs> I'm, I'm teasing. I'll just, I'll just sign a petition. We'll send you right back up, right back to Bridal. <laughs> Uh, actually, a few of my listeners, uh, actually, my friend uh, Jason, he's uh, listening online. He's actually, he moved up to Brattleboro. He completely loves Vermont. 
um, because he he does he likes people as much as I do. So the less of them, the better. That's what he likes up there. No, yeah, there is that. How old? How old is Jason? If uh, I may ask, Jason's. Uh, let's see. If I had to ballpark it, Jason's what? Jason, what? You're 34, 35. Oh yeah, he's he's around. Oh, he's forty. He's forty. You fucking punk. there it is. Yeah, see, fucking. Vermont's great if you are like forty and trying to raise a family. <laughs> but if you're like a kid in that family, it's not for you. There's no. <laughs> you're, you're around a bunch of forty year olds who are like let's stay in today and watch the Discovery Channel. <laughs> yeah, her. I mean, their daughter uh, is is uh, very fun, uh, very smart, super intelligent, and she really loves going. Um, you know, going to school because the school's up there really good, but she's got like no friends up there. She's like, "Oh, we have to drive her all the way back for a for a play date," and I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> it's like it's it's easier to go to Canada. It really is at that distance. Yeah, yeah. The border crossing actually in Vermont's really easy too. Uh, they don't care about terrorism there. They just don't. Yeah, I know. I've I've gone up. I've gone that. <laughs> You know what they don't care about? They don't care if you're American, but if you're saying you're working, they are going to pull you out of that fucking car. I swear to God. <laughs> I don't even tell them. I don't even tell them I'm working there anymore. They go, what are you doing? I go, I'm going up to visit for three weeks. They're like, okay, here you go. <laughs> it's like, it's, I'm going to go see a festival. Yeah. You know, they take your word for it. Do you have plutonium? Nope. <laughs> and they're just right fucking there. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Our Geiger counter says there's a lot of radiation like, coming from your car. No, it's it's just a Pontiac. They yeah. do that. It's do you have any? North. Do you have anything to declare? <laughs> oh, what is that noise? <laughs> nothing. Nothing at all. It's just, um, <laughs> you know, it's my radio. It's satellite. It doesn't get on up here. Um, <laughs> but James, I want to have. Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit more. We're gonna, what we're going to do is because I'm I'm trying to produce a whole bunch of shit. Um, and I figured out what I did wrong. Uh, let's take our second break, and I'm going to play a clip. Speaking of you doing accents, I got a two-minute clip in there so our uh, listening audience can get a little bit more taste of you, uh, and we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. The Arabic Weather Report is brought to you by V8. Make sure you pick up enough V8 for Ramadan. You don't want to say, oh, I could have jihad a V8. I hope you are enjoying this Arab spring. Temperatures will remain cool tonight and there will be no ISIS on the road <laughs> because it's too warm. But really be careful. It's pretty dangerous out there. Tomorrow is Throwback Thursday where we all wish we were back in Palestine. This has been the Arabic Weather Report. When I was 14, my parents sent me to Germany for an exchange year. And they wanted to teach me what it was like to be German and live in Germany. And I was like, why don't we just get Discovery Channel? It's got to be cheaper. And they were like, leave. I did it. No, I, I, you know, I, uh, I went to high school. I did ninth grade in Germany with a bunch of Germans. Uh, spoiler alert, they're dicks. Uh, I got one of this. I got one of this. You know, the United States isn't that cool, James. Germany's now that much better. <laughs> Forget about Hitler for like one minute, okay? We're, we're not supposed to forget about Hitler ever. That was part of the peace treaty. <laughs> you know, Germany isn't even that hostile. You guys are the hostile ones. Yeah, that's right. The United States is hostile. Guys, a German said that to me. He said that Americans are hostile. A German from World War II. The German. Yeah, that guy. And he said it in German. That's the most hostile way to communicate anything. <laughs> You ever heard it? It's just screaming and noises. That's all it is. You know what the German word for Santa Claus is? It's terrifying. There are no naughty boys or girls in Germany. Because they know. They know that Der Weihnachtsmann is coming to town. Wilhelm, did you do your homework? Yeah, Papa, good. You 
And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And that was a sampling of James, <laughs> I'm going to say it right, uh, it's Husey. Husey, yes. Oh, Husey. Husey, you know, so I'm, Husey yes. You know, I, I should type it out phonetically because I'm a douche. So there you go. Uh, Hugh, like the color, C like the letter. I learned, I learned how to tell people that. Oh, years there ago. you go. Yeah, there you go. Husey. Oh, that makes perfect fucking sense now. What was I thinking? <laughs> like, and you sounded just like Christoph Waltz. I'm like, oh my God, it's Christoph yeah. Waltz. <laughs> oh, the uh, Colin, I, you're so funny. <laughs> It's like the Saturday Night Live bit when he comes on is Christoph Walsh. Uh, or Waltz. 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 So, yeah. so how, yeah, now, uh, when did you start doing... Uh, now, you actually went to Germany, so do you know German? You, you yeah. must speak German. I do. I do now. Oh. Uh, my, the, the whole thing about my parents sending me there is true. Uh, they, they wanted to... Through some weird, interesting law change in Germany, uh, I became a German citizen in 2002. And so my parents thought it would be a good idea to send me there to teach me about German culture because I had just become the citizen of, of this country. I should know about it, know family heritage, et cetera. Um, so they just sent me. I didn't know any German going in at all. Uh, and I had to do high school. As I say in the joke, I had to do high school. like just freshman year. It was just one year. But yeah. I, I, whoa, you, you want to really ruin a kid's freshman year. Put, give him all like, the high school puberty bullshit and then like add on the fact that he can't understand anything that's going on at all. And like that. <laughs> That was 14 for me. Mm. That was my 14. You want to go to the senior prom? No! Get out! <laughs> uh, yeah. Nine! I'm sorry. Nine. Nine. Yeah. Very angry language. Uh, yeah. It's not at all beautiful, I don't think. I, it's, I can always yell it straight. Like if somebody asked me for money on the street, I'd just start yelling in German. And they just, oh, don't worry about it. We're there, good. We're good. There is a video that somebody put together. They said, why is German like such a weird language and they had like uh they had like simple words where they had Eng they had uh, uh somebody you know they had the um, english uh they had spanish uh they had um italian and they had french and then they had german so it's like um like butterfly uh in french is papillon and then of course in german it's schmetterling schmetterling <laughs> Schmetterling, and the, and they have the, all the and they're very stereotypical. Like the British guy is like this older guy with a with, a, with the fucking monocle, and the French girls wearing a beret, and the Italian guys, you know, he's like yeah, you know, with the scarf and everything. And then of course, and the German guys wearing you know leader holes and uh, leader holes and, and carrying a stein, and he goes schmetterling, and he just screams. It's like everything is screaming. You gotta scream German. Uh, Maybe just for comedic reasons, but yeah, every every time I do German on stage, I gotta scream it because uh, uh, it feels more German that way. <laughs> there, there was a uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, there was a there was an apple strudel thing I did a long time ago. Um, where is it? Anyway, apple strudel. Um, this was the apple. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember the apple strudel commercial? Kevin. It's like oh, strudel. it's a little you know little German kid just fucking bust down the door and butterflies are all around him. Yeah. It was insane. It was like, it was the creepiest thing. It's like this little German kid, you know, he looked like he was like a Dutch, you know, like the J J fucking Aryan nation just right there, just fucking kicks in a door and there's butter, there's animated butterflies around him, which was the strangest thing. And then I actually, as a spoof, I said, did you ever hear the original? Here's the original. I don't know if you know this. His belly toes the strudel. He says, I'll go. <laughs> it's for toaster strudels. Yeah, it's just it was. The funny thing is, you you always know it's Hitler, even if you don't speak German. You always know it's Hitler. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't. There's not a lot of Germans that people know about, which which is weird right. because there were a ton of Germans that did a ton of different amazing things. Oh yeah. But everybody just goes, oh, there's the Fuhrer, kicking it up again, no big deal. <laughs> Here's Adolf, uh, I, fucking middle child, got to prove himself again. <laughs> took it a little too far. Oh, oh yes. But, become a lawyer, but no, I oh, had yeah. to go exterminate people. Oh, yes, my brother actually uh, corrected us. Hitler was Austrian. <laughs> He, oh, thank you. No, to your brother. Well done. Yes. Yes. I have a theory. This is completely wingnut. Uh, 
all of the world's evil is from Austria. Because <laughs> if, if, if you read your history books, and I studied history. I'm $100,000 in debt for history. So this is, this is the one thing I know. Uh, is that, uh, so World War I was started by the Austrians. The Austro-Hungarian Empire started the war, and, and Germany had to enter because they were in a defense pact. Right. That's okay. And then what, they what was the, what was the king? It was, but it was a king of, uh, there was the king? No, what was his name? Who started the, was the, the the Kaiser? The Sorry, Kaiser. Are you talking That's about uh, yeah. Austro-Hungarian? Hun- yeah, yep. I, They were the Habsburgs. It was the Habsburg Empire. I don't know. They probably had a king. They died. Well, no, the Kaiser. That's the that's what I couldn't place. Oh yeah, no, the Kaiser. Who? And we're just going to nerd out with history here for a second. Uh, yeah. The Kaiser. So Kaiser Wilhelm II. Uh, he took over for his grandfather, Kaiser Wilhelm I who had this guy named Bismarck, who was his like, number one guy, Chancellor of Germany, first time. Kaiser Wilhelm II fires Bismarck because Bismarck's too power-hungry. And Bismarck says, hey, you're an idiot. If you do this, you're going to go to war. And he gave some weird, oddly accurate estimate and actually predicted the beginning of World War I to the week. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but back to the why Austria sucks. Austria <laughs> just sucks. They 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 started World War One and technically they started World War Two. Right. Uh, trying to save Germany's good name. You know, it's One, my my brother actually okay. did another nice little piece. Uh, he good German Augustus Gloop, very good German. He's very harmless. Just a big fat kid. Just wanted to eat chocolate out of a lake. That's just it. Wanted chocolate. That's all he wanted. He didn't want to kill anyone. He just wanted to eat chocolate. No, and they said they give us Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger is not German. He's Austrian. Austrian. He's Austrian as well. <laughs> yes, he is. He is. Yeah. The only good <laughs> thing, actually, you know what the you know what the Germans gave us? The Germans gave us, um, first of all, uh, cars and Captain yes. America. That's what they gave us: cars <laughs> and Captain America. <laughs> actually, True. this they did give us Captain America. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it's funny. I just saw another. Like, I don't even care. Like, uh, the Avengers is coming out in like a week, and I'm like. Yeah. Oh my God! Every time I say the word Avengers, I get a little blood flowing through the penis. It's amazing. Um, but right there. but <laughs> that's too much. That's TMI. Um, but there was they have so many clips online. They have another one where uh, Captain America's walking through and they're talking about the twins, which is uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. And he says, yeah. "Oh, okay, you know, German scientist." You know, given they go, they volunteer for the program. He goes, "Oh yeah, there's nothing like a, a German scientist. Uh, people volunteered to make a German uh, to a German scientist to take help create create the world or something like that. It was hysterical, <laughs> and of course, that's his whole fucking backstory. Um, and now my all my listeners are fucking losing their mind because they're like, oh, it's Norget well, yeah. nerdgasm. Yeah, he wasn't a German scientist. He was a Holocaust survivor that fled Germany. But we'll just." We'll let that go. Yeah. Well, are you correcting my Avengers trivia? I'm not correcting your Avengers. I'm, um, I'm that, adding it, a footnote. Oh, is that what just happened? <sighs> oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess was he was German. No, the line is: you forget the first, the first country the Germans took over was Germany. That's what he says. Oh, I, oh, my brother also mentioned Hans and Franz. So, which, <laughs> which technically they're Austrian as well. <laughs> yeah, they had to. <laughs> They're probably they're Austrian as well. <laughs> they got to be. <laughs> Their country of origin is is um is unknown. Oh, so here's what we're gonna do. Since we just took our second break, um, and we're having a lot of fun, but I'm gonna play something because you seem like a nice guy. So here's what we're gonna do. I- I'm gonna play. Magneto was fleeing the Germans. That's a different thing. You can't say the word mutant anymore. Fox owns the term mutant. Anyway, let's move on. Um, James, here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a game called If You Can't Say Something Nice. If you can't say something nice. You warthog-faced buffoon. Don't say nothing at all. This is a game. Now my <laughs> listeners are writing down mute, 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 mutant. Anyway, uh, this is a game where I play uh, a movie insult of somebody insulting somebody. And uh, you have to name just the movie. That's all you got to do. Name the movie. Now, here's the advantage. You and I are speaking almost uh, almost instantaneously. But my listeners are listening through a delay because I'm broadcasting. Then it has to go up to the cloud. And then it goes to a server. And, then it, and so they're experiencing a delay. Now, 
there are more of them than of you. There is Jason, Kim, uh, Jason, Kim, Brendan, Chris, and Jay. And we have another a listener who did not sign on using her Facebook profile, so I don't know who they are. Uh, those are the people you're competing with. So there's more of them than of you, so that you're a disadvantage, but you are listening faster, so that you're advantage. So all, right, all those years the video store. Let's see if it works. All right. So <laughs> come on, Blockbuster, um, which <laughs> fucking Netflix fuck them in the ass big time. Anyway, uh, and I love Netflix. Sir. So here's the first one. The clips range from uh, there's a six second, an eleven second, and a seven second. Only going to do three. Let me get my sheet of paper out. Here we go. Here's my sheet. Now we keep score. Uh, they are listening audience, and you are uh, James. So it's J versus LA. Here's the first one, and remember, they are fucking vicious. Do you want to taunt them before we start? You can taunt them a little if you want. It's pretty bad, so I don't want to. I don't want to give them any ammo just yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's the first one. Can I sleep in your room? I wouldn't let you sleep in my room if you were growing on my ass. <laughs> uh, Playing again. Okay. Can I sleep in your room? I wouldn't let you sleep in my room if you were growing on my ass. <laughs> anyway. oh, I, oh, I, I want, okay, I'm going to, this is wrong. I want to say it's one of the Home Alones, and that's a 90s movie, and that's wrong, but it's not. It's got to be something like Christmas Story? No, <laughs> you are, you, you are right. It is Home Alone, um, <laughs> but the problem is almost every single listener has put uh, Home Alone in, and then one yep. of our listeners, as a, as a fuck-up, said Brokeback Mountain. Uh, <laughs> which it could go either way on that one. And I don't mean it could go either way. I mean, as far as your answer goes, it could go. In. So unfortunately, uh, you don't get that right. No, that ain't fair. right. That ain't right. That ain't right. All right. So you're down by one. Here's the second one. 11 seconds. You know what, mom? You know what I'm going to get you next Christmas? A big wooden cross. So every time you feel unappreciated for all your sacrifices, you can climb on up and nail yourself to it. That's a tough one. That was uh, Kevin. I'm going to say Breakfast Club because I just, I'm trying to go off what I can, like, they'll say Breakfast Club. Okay. You can say Breakfast Club, but it would be. That ain't right. That would be wrong. <laughs> that would be wrong. Um, and of Before course, it, of course, all the listeners have just buried it now by saying the ref. That was Kevin Spacey and the ref. All right. Never would have gotten that. No. Okay. Wow. All right. And this one, this one goes back to, our, I think, around 80. 82, so it's a very old movie. Seven seconds. Here we go. What are you looking at, nerd? Huh? I thought I was looking at my mother's old douchebag, but that's in Ohio. <laughs> what are you looking at, nerd? I don't, that sounded like John Candy. No, it, no, no. <laughs> Not even close. Okay, damn. He said, what are you looking at, nerd? You're looking at nerd. Ah, oh, who would be the nerd? I bet. I, oh, is it, it's another teen. Is it another teen romp? You, you're doing kids' movies on me. I. No, it's not a kids. <laughs> oh, okay, I got, I got nothing. I don't. It's Revenge of the Nerds. Nerds, of course it is. Of course of it course is. It. And every single oh, listener yeah, has got yeah. it, except yeah, yes, it, it, it was Booger. That was the actual nerd. Um, uh, and uh, it's I, and I one of one of my listeners says, "Wow, not a kids' movie." <laughs> Uh, it teaches you everything about life, though. Yes, it, it teaches does. teaches you frat guys are terrible and that the dean is mean. I, well, actually, I play that. I don't know. The, those, at least those guys weren't chanting the N-words. <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah, they were a very actually upstanding frat. They, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and actually, very really, really weird, obscured reference. Uh, the guy who was the leader of the frat was actually um, uh, one of the Cunningham's cousin. Uh, and then later went on to star in um, uh, Married with Children. Oh, what? yeah, yeah. I forget uh, the main nerd, the not not Mark Green from ER, uh, who's Anthony Edwards, not Anthony. No, Edwards, he wasn't one of the nerd. No, he wasn't one of the nerds. He was one of the guys in the uh, the Deltas. Uh, not the Deltas. He was. Uh, oh. oh, what was the name of the the alphabet alphabetus? It was the alphabetus. Alpha. It was ooh ah alpha beta ooh. Ah, and what was the name of what was I'll tell you what for a little bit of bonus question. What was the name of the what, what was the name of the nerds frat? Yeah, they were the Tri Deltas. The Delta Delta Delta, right? <laughs> no, am I, am I close? No, you're kind of close. Okay, to be fair, to be fair, I saw this 
on TV on Comedy Central yep. in like 2003. They were the they were Lambda Lambda Lambda, otherwise known as the Tri Lambs. Right, and they were ah oh, James, yeah. you're just not even trying. Right, oh. now, hey, I'll tell you what, it was Ted Ted McGinley was actually the name of the uh, um, the leader of the thing. Here's here's another thing. Uh, what was the name of their sorority that the nerds hooked up with? I have I know that he dressed up as Darth Vader kind of and and got her, but oh, I have no idea. Well, those were the pies. Was. Those are the pies. But it was clap your hands, everybody. And everybody, clap your hands. It's the Trilance and the Omega Moves. <laughs> oh my God. I just oh, it was it was what was it? It was Shakihito? It was a taquito? Taki, not taquito. It was Takahashi. He was like, oh, hair pie. Hair pie. <laughs> Oh, I miss this. I miss movies where you could actually do that, like Porky's and shit like that. It was just about, you know, I was that, like, that was a defining movie in my childhood. Yeah. That, oh, my, what do uh, you mean your childhood? My childhood. I was like 15 when that movie came out. All of them, all the yeah, Porky's I mean, movies. Yeah, I got it on DVD back when DVDs were new. Yeah. My mom let me rent it because she didn't care. I had, didn't see, oh, you got a movie. Okay, good. I had to wait until it was on at one in the morning to watch it. That's the like the first time I saw breasts. I'm like, oh my god, boobies! Oh yeah, that was the first time I think I'd ever seen a condom, and they had because they had that like gigantic fake like novelty condom in it. See, you know, just so you know, that's where I saw my first condom. This Porky's. I don't know what this. But this is like. I feel like <laughs> you're like a third my age. This is fucked up. <laughs> this is. Just, it's like, oh, we both had the same high school movie thing. <laughs> anyway. But mine's preserved for the future yeah. generation. All right. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a third and final break. I got one more uh, clip that I'm going to play from uh, James Husey. Oh. That's right. Yeah. Finally got it right. And I've, my port wine is gone, so I have to have another. I'm, I drank, and I poured way too much <laughs> thinking it was going to be all right. Um, but when James, James is going to turn 21 soon. And when he does, we can all have wine together. So when we come back, we're going to take, we're going to talk to James a little bit more about what he's got going on. You're listening to radio where regardless, we'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or coworkers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. From Vermont originally, I said that earlier, just checking in, making sure you guys remember. <laughs> I, I can't go back up there and hang out with my friends who stayed because they just get excited about things that I just can't understand anymore. Like I was up recently and my friend was like, James, something crazy happened. I was like, oh, what? And he was like, oh my God, well, there was a bear in the neighborhood last week. And I was like, wow, that's that's pretty crazy. What happened? And like, kill a kid, eat a dog? What happened? He's like, no, even better. Animal control had to come and scare him back into the woods. <laughs> and I was like, that's it? And he was like, what do you mean that's it? It made the paper. And he pulls out a newspaper. And on the front page of the newspaper, it says in big letters, Bear Ruins Picnic. <laughs> that's where I grew up. Okay? All was missing was a picture of a bear in a tie. And I would have had documented proof that I grew up in some sort of Hanna-Barbera dreamscape. And then I gotta come back at him and not seem like an asshole, telling him about my life in Boston. Because I live in Boston, I live in Roxbury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, I'm the minority. Uh, and I, I gotta seem not like a dick, you know, like, oh, what's going on in your life, James, if your life is so cool? Well, my neighbor got shot the other day. Oh my god, why? Not sure. Uh, he was, uh, was either selling too much cocaine or too little cocaine. Again, not sure. My Spanish is not great. Uh, one thing I do know is animal control is not going to save me from shit. And you're back at Radio Air regardless. And that was James Husey with his uh, experience with the, the fucking bears up here. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, rural life, man. You just different strokes for those guys. Yeah, things move slower. Things move slower the more you head west and east and south. Well, stupid oh, south. Oh, south is definitely west. stupid. <laughs> yeah, west is definitely. I've been too far down south. I'm afraid, honestly. I'm afraid of going down there. We're down south? Yeah, like like down, down, down south. Like like teeth are optional down south. Yeah, like, oh, like Mississippi? Oh, I've been down there. Just, I've been down there. It, yeah, it's actually, it, it really depends on where you are. I mean, just like everything else. I mean, people always go, oh, my God, the South is so stupid. But realistically, there are a lot of dumb sections of fucking Massachusetts, too. Oh, yeah. It's oh, not God. Like, any, any state. <laughs> yeah, like you could walk around a lot of places in Massachusetts or Maine or Vermont or New Hampshire, and we go, oh, my God. Is this like the GED capital of the fucking planet? <laughs> it's like, nope, <laughs> nope, it isn't. <laughs> no, they wish. <laughs> yeah, they wish. So that's, uh, no, it's just weird. But yeah, when you travel, it's, you know, it's, and I've been, I've been actually very fortunate to travel a lot of this country and it's, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. People are just, you know, <laughs> my brother just posted morons are everywhere. <laughs> well, like you I say, work. like I say in my act, people are stupid and they're just making more. So, <laughs> so I'll tell you what, James, uh, we're just about, we're getting close to that, uh, close to the, the edge of everything. Um, but a couple of things I wanted to, to uh, touch base with my listeners. If you guys want to follow, uh, James, uh, James has got a Twitter account as uh, you go to Twitter and he's under James Husey, H U E S S Y. Uh, for those, and we'll let him, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put it right in the, oh, I can't put it in the chat. Uh, but yeah, it's under Twitter and it's free. Just follow him. I mean, he posts stuff all the time. I actually just followed him now. Um, he's on Facebook yeah. as well. I don't know. Are you one of those guys that you promote mostly through Twitter or Facebook? I promote mostly through Facebook just because I find myself on it more, I would say, than Twitter. Uh, but I, I should be doing more promotions because I, I have more stuff coming up and more people. I got a, a girl who only speaks Spanish followed me today. Never met her before in my life, but <laughs> she followed me today. I don't know who she is. I can't read any of her posts. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm moving up in the world. Well, Google should translate all that shit for you. I was on my phone. I was too lazy. I was like, oh, good. A girl likes me. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> and you, not only do you have a personal Facebook, but he's got a, he's got a, a, com, a comedian Facebook uh, page as well. So like that, follow him. He does a lot of stuff through that. And of course, through Twitter. Um, so they can, they can follow you that way. And I call it free stalking, which is awesome. Um, but here's the thing I want to ask you, uh, James, I asked this of all my entertainers, uh, whether they're actors, comedians, performers, musicians, directors, whatever. Um, I like to play the first best worst, which is I okay. ask you to tell me and my listeners the first time you got involved in the business, your best time in the business. And then of course your worst time in the business. Okay. Uh, the first time in the business, it was 2006. I was in Vermont, and a friend of mine said, I'm, I'm doing the stand-up show. So I, this, I had this friend in high school who did stand-up, and he was going to do this show at the Echo Center in Burlington, which is this giant aquarium in Burlington. <laughs> so that was the first show was me doing this aquarium show. for like It was a fundraiser of some kind, and 15-year-old me goes up, and I'm doing jokes about NASCAR. I think that was like my biggest thing was like, all right, everyone in Vermont watches NASCAR. I'm James, <laughs> like that. Really, the like the key point was NASCAR and that that set. Uh, that was that was good. That launched it. That launched the career. You know. There you go. It's always the little things, and that's what you remember, and that's why we asked. The, that's why we asked the questions. Yeah, so, uh, and then uh, was it uh, best show? Yeah, best show next. Best show. Okay, I I'm going to say this show, and it may not sound like the best show. The best show I did was in 2012, and it was at this this club that used to exist in Burlington called Levity. Um, it was a great club, and I went up and I, I did this like weekend show, and I, I we, we went out the first night, and I bombed both nights. It was like a crowd of six people, and I just bombed constantly. <laughs> but I remember about three minutes in, and you know, I guess for months, you're getting like 10, 15 minute sets. So even if you're bombing, you have to stay up there forever and bomb forever. And I remember thinking to myself like, okay, I'm finally comfortable with silence. Like this is probably the best thing I've ever learned. Like, okay, no, it's okay to be silent. Just keep telling your jokes. Just get over it and move on and just keep. And that's I don't know. I, I remember that day. Yeah. I was like, oh, 
these jokes aren't always going to hit. It does not matter. It yeah, doesn't that's, matter. That's actually a really good point. A lot of comics are very uncomfortable with silence, and you got used to it, and yeah. now you don't have to hear have to hear it again. Ever have to no, hear I mean, it again? Yeah, you, you you hear it. Don't. It's not the end of your day. Like right. you just move on. You can win them back. And then uh, the worst show. The worst show I did. The worst show, which uh, is usually the funniest story. <laughs> I, I don't even like it. I, I was living out in Washington State, and I was I was doing uh, this AmeriCorps year, and somebody I worked with was some big PTA person, and they said that their the local high school in Colville, Washington, was doing a talent show, and could I do five minutes? <laughs> I did. And all of my jokes, mind you, at the time were about how much I hated this town, <laughs> how much I hated this terrible, podunk, racist, conservative bullshit like Flaming Cross on the Hill town. And the only people in the audience were grandparents of the kids in the high school. What? So I basically just went up, just like, hi, I'm not from around here. You guys suck. I hate all of you. <laughs> and, and I actually, I had to wait because apparently like a group of like people were waiting for me outside of the high school. And so I had to like wait in the high school auditorium uh, with like the, the drama teacher until like 11 at night when everyone was like, oh, let's just get drunk instead of beating this kid. That sounds, uh, like, that sounds like my eighth grade fucking year. You got to run home as fast <laughs> as you can because they're going to get you. <laughs> you got to do it. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's definitely the worst show I've ever oh, done. You know what's strange? I, I And I've been to Washington State a bunch of times. A friend of mine lived out there for a while, so I went out there for the uh, Seattle Comedy Competition a couple times, and I went out there just to perform a few times. And... I found it very left, so it's funny that you were you found the right section. <laughs> well, so it's it, the entire east side of the state is red as they come. Really? And there's King County. Oh, on that's the, that's right. Because I I did some shows closer to Idaho, Moscow, Idaho, and things like yeah, that. So oh, yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's where I was. I was in Stevens County, Colville is in Stevens County. Yep. For those of you that care, Wazoo, uh, very yep. red near the Wazoo, uh, yeah, near the Wazoo. In the wazoo, oh, near the, uh, Gonzaga, down yeah. in Spokane. For the uh, for the listeners who don't know what wazoo is, it's Washington State University. It's wazoo. That is a fucking. I'm not making that. You're not. You're not wazoo. You say they're like, oh yeah, no, Washington State. Oh, you're good. Yeah, it's a wazoo. We up the wazoo. <laughs> That's funny. They chased you the fuck out. But that was a bold move. Going, you people suck. Yeah, no, I wish it was bold. It was just stupid. I was, I was like, "Oh, these jokes are funny." <laughs> They'll get it. They won't. They won't take it extremely personally. That's uh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they won't. Not at all. So, James, <laughs> we're uh, now. I, I'm going to let you go. But man, I'll tell you, it's been a, a pleasure having you on the show. Where you got? What do you got coming up over the next uh, next few weeks so uh, my uh, my listeners can actually go see you and uh, they can oh, laugh and they can laugh. Comedy in Cambridge on Wednesday. Uh, and then I'm going to be in Baltimore for the Charm City Comedy Festival on, on, on Saturday, May 2nd. Excellent. And then the next day, I'm getting on a plane, and I'm actually hosting the comedy studio that Sunday night. Oh, so, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. You know, I actually, I got I to gotta contact Rick again because I haven't been to the studio. I've never had good luck in, uh, in Cambridge. Never liked it. Never, ever fucking huh? liked it. Never. But you know, I, mean, I just want to, you know, just I'd love to. And I mean, the thing is, I don't, I don't really work for free, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd love to work for free. I just, <laughs> you know, it was it was tax day last week, and um, uh, I don't work for free, so. But yeah, I, I'd I'd love to I'd love to be back in the studio at some point. See, maybe you know, maybe in my older years, maybe I can make things work. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> when it doesn't cost you to get there. But yeah, for me, it's easy. I, lo I love the studio. Yeah, they're, they're good people. Yeah, it's a fun room. It really is. Yeah, new crowds every night. I mean, that's the best thing about it that you really have been able to find in other clubs. So, guys, if you want to go see uh, James Husey, H U E. S S Y. He's at James Husey on Twitter, and you can find him on Facebook. He's got his own. Uh, don't don't like his personal page. He don't he don't need personal friends. He needs a lot of fucking likes because likes drives sales. Sales is money. Money is power. Power is. Uh, I'm sorry, German. Oh fuck it. Let's just uh, okay. Like his personal page. Let just. <laughs> you know what you do? Just observe the page. Don't go too far into the. <laughs> I read into it, just like it, and move on. <laughs> it's 
it's like Christoph Waltz all of a sudden. Stop it, stop it. I would like you, you glorious bastards. You um <laughs> James, it's been a pleasure having you on. It's been a fun show. Thank you so much. And I hope at some point we'll actually get to work together and um have a great time at the festivals you're performing at. Oh, thank you so much. All right. Well, we'll see you around the campus, guys. Follow him where he goes. We'll see you soon, James. <laughs> oh, it's been great. Thanks, Mark. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was James Husey. Very funny. I had a great time with him. Very funny, funny fucking kid. And I definitely am going to have to drown him at some point. And uh, maybe I'll harvest his organs. That's nice. So... So, ladies and gentlemen, it's about that time. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let you know where I'm going to be uh, tomorrow night, April 23rd. I'll be at Chunky's, uh, the movie theater in um, in Nashua, New Hampshire. And we're doing a- another benefit there. And they do a lot of benefits there, which are fantastic. Uh, Friday night, I'm fairly local. I'm at the Elks Club in Wakefield. I think that is a fundraiser probably for the Elks, but it may be a general uh, a general open show. So if you're in the neighborhood and you want to see some comedy, come on down. And then uh, Saturday, the April the 11th, I'll be back up in Nashua uh, telling some more jokes up there uh, at the Lafayette Club, private club, having some fun up there uh, where I am actually, uh, yeah, I'm actually headlining all these shows. Uh, so it's going to be fun. And then Monday, which I was supposed to be there last Monday, but they moved it. I'll be at Punchline Punchlines at Panucci's in Concord, New Hampshire for the, um, it's a kind of a, they're doing like, you know, like a March Madness. They do an April Insanity where comics compete. Uh, they do one or two jokes or two or three minutes at a time and they face off and they're gathering for prize money. It's just a lot of fun to do. But guys, it's been fun. If you want to be a sponsor or a guest, email me at radioirregardless at gmail.com. Call the hotline 978-219-9294 and we'll see you guys next week. This has been Radio Irregardless, hosted by Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoy. Radio Air Regardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live from Salem, Massachusetts via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests, courtesy of Skype, and all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme music, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises, and copyrighted 2015. Thank you for listening. And finally, anyone who uses the terms irregardless, a whole nother, or all of the sudden shall be sent to a work camp.